<laughs> hey, greetings, everybody. It's Sean Carpenter. We're back for another episode of The Stare Down. My buddies, Bill Risser, Todd Meininger, Anthony Malafronte is on the late bus. He'll get here when he gets here. He's in the bullpen. We'll just call it that. There you uh, go. Long time to talk, boys. How's things going? Bill? Good. Things are great. It's, um, you know, look, it's, it's, it's really, really busy at work. Um, rate my agent growing and we're in the award season, Sean, you know about that. And so we're just doing all this stuff. And we're just cranking. Um, did have to get a chance to play some golf over the holidays. In fact, you know, when Kevin was out here, I think I got five rounds in and nice. he played in three of them, which is really fun. And, um, yeah, so, uh, we haven't really had a chance to chat on the show since then. So it's been, it was a great holiday season. We had Kevin for uh, almost two weeks, Kevin and Sarah, and, uh, I know you all got to see your kids too. So that's, uh, that's the best part about it. And uh, yeah, I think that's, that's where I'll leave it other than today. And yesterday I played golf in 20 to 25 mile an hour wind, Sean, and uh, tell you right now, it's not fun. Uh, it's a challenge, like, you know, a different challenge than I've ever had playing golf. And uh, today I'll, I'll, I shot 87, which is not bad. And that included hitting two greens. <laughs> <laughs> the, the first hole and the sixteenth hole. <laughs> hey, I think someone's jumped in. I me. appreciate it. Uh, let me grab this other call, and I will. Uh, uh, you'll have the offer within an hour. Yeah, see, he's working, working as he gets on the show with us. I love that. That's Thanks. awesome. Thank you, ma'am. Yes. Bye bye. That was the real estate portion of the stare down. Yeah, that's cool. See, that, that you can see how it actually works. That's Check. great. In My apologies, guys. I didn't know you had already started. I'm uh, uh it's good to see all your faces. <laughs> oh, Todd, you're, Todd, you're up. Then we'll go to Mel. <laughs> oh yeah. It's been a while. Good to see everyone. Uh, we've been uh, connected via text. So that it's always great to, uh, to chat, see everyone's face. Um, <clears throat> work is off and running in 2022. Um, I have a little bit of senioritis coming off uh, coming off the great last year, um, but as salesmen, we all know, second the uh, the sale is closed or the month is closed or the year is closed, it's it's on to the next. So, uh, really excited about getting back in. Um, there will be an interruption. I'll be headed to San Antonio on Wednesday. Um, PFC Meininger uh, graduates from his advanced in- individual training, so we're going to go uh, go up there and see him, or go over there, I should say. Um, and then we're going to hang out for a couple of days just to, to see the city. I hear good things about San Antonio. Um, and personally just been playing a ton of tennis and pickleball. Um, I pulled a double on Saturday because we had bad, uh, storms coming. So I played two matches of tennis. Um, and this old body was a little sore. Sunday was good. Monday it, uh, the second day always gets you right. So, um, I'm, I'm walking around, uh, kind of, kind of with a little gimp. It's a, it's good pain. Cause I know I'm, working and playing and keeping active. So anyway, Mal, good to see you, man. What's going on? Uh, my, my apologies for being a few minutes late and you guys haven't heard the last little bit of, uh, uh, of uh, work for the, uh, for Monday. What is this? The 16th or 17th? 17th. Um, yes. um, we had a listing come on the market on Friday. Um, we had more showings than I could possibly count. Um, and we had 20, five offers. Jeez. And only one, only one winner, right? You can only have one winner. And, you know, uh, Carp, I texted you yesterday because at the end of the day yesterday, I was beside myself. I really just wanted to watch football games and text you guys about the various football things. But um, we try to treat everybody with the utmost respect. I'm about ready. We broke 
17 people's hearts last night, or at least disappointed them and let them know that they didn't make the top. Uh, and then we narrowed it down to five today and we chose one. And um, uh, um, I've been lauded for our professionalism and how we've presented things and, and how we've um, uh, communicated with, with agents. And I've been chastised equally as much for being too nitpicky and blah, 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 blah. So I, uh, um, you know, I, I, with the help of, with uh, CARP, I, I'm, I'm staying on the high road. Uh, but sometimes you see shit on the high road that you prefer not to see too. I'm just, yeah. can I ask you I a question? Bob Marley, I think Bob sure. Marley said it best. You can fool yeah. some people sometime, but you can't fool all the people all the time. Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, Anthony, why would, why would an agent read into your replying back with the reason you, maybe you're telling them why maybe the offer wasn't accepted or something. Um, why do they blame you? Cause it's not you who makes the decision on the offer. That agent should know that. Well, you're right. The agent should know that. Okay. There, is, that's, that's, there you go. There, that's the answer. <laughs> right. And that's why I, I take the high road. I mean, I, I've done yeah. everything I possibly could. Every single solitary person, the 25 offers, even the ones that were significantly, they were poorly written and they received the exact same thing yeah. as the, the lady who just found out that her clients are going to be able to buy this house. Um, yeah. There's a lot of frustration, Bill, in this marketplace right now. A lot. Yeah. Buyers okay. agents yeah. are working very, very hard um, to find their buyers' homes. Um, and and I'm sure that they're hearing it from their clients, yeah. clients who don't understand the market conditions, right? We do the best we can to educate our clients that between three hundred and four hundred thousand dollars on average in the city of Tampa or in the greater Tampa Bay area, you got to write five offers before you get one approved. Right. So we're trying to give them between five and six hundred. You got to write about three and a half offers. Right. Um, if you're looking to be an entry level buyer, you're probably going to write 10 offers because someone's going to be willing to or able to spend a lot more than you're willing to spend on this house. Yeah. Uh, that's just the nature of the market. Do I think all agents do that? I don't. Do I think all buyers understand that? I don't. Yeah. It's a combination of things. But, um, you know, uh, I'll take the 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 accolades or at least the 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 nice words for us doing what we do, you know. Uh and you know, part of what we do, Bill, is is a high note presentation. Nice. Nice. Right. And yeah. you know, agents who agents who are paying attention love it. Right? Yeah. Sellers who pay attention love it. Uh they get every single solitary thing they need. Offer, not offer submission. Uh, requirements, but offer submission suggestions, right? Yeah, there you go. Ideal closing date, <clears throat> what we would like to suggestions. And at the very bottom of it, you know me, I say it. If you want to write this, your offer on a napkin, I am going to present it to my client and I'm going to respond to it the same way as if you wrote it on whatever contract we requested it to be written on. And I mean that, I will, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. So, you know, and some people look at the high note and they can't open it or they don't like it. Or why do you send me all that stuff? I don't need it, blah, blah, blah. Right. And okay, whatever. I, there's only so much you can do. I know this. We picked a very good buyer. She's a terrific agent. And my sellers who are past clients of mine who are moving, he's got, when, he, when they bought the house, they had one daughter. They've lived there seven years. Now they have three. Um, <laughs> so all of their kids are, they're three girls. They're, they're a precious um, he's a military guy. 
Um, he's getting moved to Riverside, California. He needs to maximize every penny that he can get out of his house to be able to live less comfortably in yep. Riverside, California than he is Fair. in Riverview, California, Riverview, Florida. Right. right. And, and we're going to do that for him. And that that's all that matters, man. It, it, but I, I will tell you, Carp, you and I have talked about this. It's a lot more work doing it the right way than final and best by Tuesday at two. And, and let's just pick one and move sending on. Sending a text message to 23 people saying, sorry, you lost. Yep. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I gave everyone a, a detailed email with, you know what? We narrowed it down to five and the five are significantly over asking with some appraisal gap yeah. protection for our client that they need. We know what the house is going to appraise for. And there's people willing to pay a little bit more. These people are willing to pay up to $15,000 to get if the house doesn't appraise. Mm-hmm. That's that's a big deal to a guy who needs every penny he can get. Yeah. I hope I answered your question, Bill. No, you did. <laughs> <laughs> I had a second. So show. I'm going to hold off. I looked can at my can watch. Can you repeat that, good. Bill? Can you repeat that, please? <laughs> we, could, we could turn this into a, a real estate sessions episode really fast. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, oh, by the way, your last one was awesome, by the way. Lots of sports that, to talk uh, Katie, about. But, uh, Katie Day. Yeah, I liked her a lot. Good. Yeah. I'm glad you liked it. Good. Yeah. Um, I'm back on the road, guys. I had two good sessions in Iowa, Des Moines, Iowa, and Iowa City, Iowa. Um, got out right before the snow. They got about uh, nine to 11 inches, depending on where in Iowa they were. Uh, we just got four this morning that I had to shove off the driveway. Um, but it's going to be spring soon. I'll be in Florida soon. The Masters is around the corner. We started seeing the commercials. All is good. So guys, welcome back. Uh, Todd's got a quick exit. So let's uh, let's talk the way we always do. We, we usually start with championships on the stare down. It's been a couple of weeks since our, our last recording. Um, so let's talk college football. We've crowned a new champion. They're from the SEC, the fifth SEC team to win a championship in the last 20 years. The Georgia Bulldogs beat the Alabama Crimson Tide uh, in the college football championship game in Indianapolis. Uh, what got us there was the the New Year's six games. Oklahoma State beat Notre Dame in a comeback. Uh, they were down 28 uh, to seven, I believe. Uh, Baylor outlasts Ole Miss after uh, – uh, Matt Corral goes down with an injury early in the in the game there. Rose Bowl was a thrilling game. Ohio State, Utah, the uh, C.J. Stroud from Ohio State, and Jackson Smith and Jigba set Rose Bowl records with yardage and touchdowns. That was a fun game to watch. Peach Bowl was Mich- Michigan State-Pittsburgh. And then the two playoff in- games, guys, uh, Alabama took care of Power 5 Cincinnati uh, in kind of a – you know, expected game. And then Georgia just destroyed Penn State or uh, Big Ten Michigan. entry Michigan to get us to Indy. So, Todd, let's start with you. Uh, you're right there in the epicenter of the new national champions. First time in 41 years that Georgia can claim a national championship. Remember, it's 41 years because they won it in 1980. And this is technically the 2021 champion won the game in 22. So, 41 years since their last title. I got to think the people in Athens and all over the state of Georgia are pretty excited. Yeah, good, uh, <clears throat> good, solid year for the city of Atlanta and the Athens area. Obviously, the Braves won the World Series. Now, after 41 years, the Bulldogs win the national championship. I jokingly think to myself, um, it's kind of been their identity for so long, right? You know, just always really good, but can never get over the hump, and uh, they finally did. Um, so, I guess it'd be like 
Bill, if San Diego would ever win, right? You, you wouldn't know what to do with yourself. You would. Are you kidding me? Come on, dude. You'd have nothing. You'd have nothing to complain <laughs> about, right? No, but the, the, the town and local area are thrilled. Um, I mean, we can talk X's and O's. I think Georgia was the better team that actually um, Nick Saban served a nice wake up call uh, in the SEC championship game, and uh, they had six weeks to kind of right their wrongs. Um, I think Saban did a great job. Um, just came up short. It's beat a good team twice in a row, um, especially in such a, a short period of time. But super um, happy for all my Bulldog friends. Um, and Stetson Bennett's kind of a neat story. The, the walk-on now is a national champion. Um, but, boy, if you see his interviews, he uh, he doesn't act like a walk-on. He's He's got a little chip on his shoulder, and that's probably why he uh, he succeeded, right? He, he had that burning desire, and I'm going to uh, prove the world um, I can do it. So, yeah. I thought it was a pretty fun, entertaining game. Uh, the score kind of got lopsided at the end, but it was it was tight. Uh, yeah, you know, it, it would have been neat to see Mechie, you know, and and J- and Jamison Williams not get injured in the, you know, in the Auburn game and in the championship game. But that's that's the game, you know, and you, you hope it doesn't happen. But um, you know, it'll be probably, you know, I, I saw Alabama already opened as the favorites for next year, um, which means the next man up just will learn the name by the third or fourth week and. Um, they'll be catching touchdowns from, from, you know, uh, young, you know, again. So Bill, t- Anthony, what'd you guys think of the championship game? Go ahead, Mel. Oh, uh-oh. Uh-oh, Mel's microphone cut out. Let me say it. Let me say the, the magic words. You're on, I think you're on mute, Mel. They're always there. What is you up with? <laughs> it's been a long time. I get it, you know. You know, your physical therapy is wearing you out and we get it. It's good. It looked like you had a bad pastrami sandwich, didn't it? (laughs) I love the championship game. I thought it was awesome to watch. It was, uh, um, uh, it's easier to root for Georgia than it is for Alabama for me. I don't know why it just is. Uh, and it was a great game. Uh, Kirby smart. Uh, I don't think he out coached but he certainly took advantage of every opportunity that came his way. Um, when there were the couple of injuries that, that you mentioned, uh, he put a game plan in place and, 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 and did the things he needed to do to win. And the QB story is awesome. That, that's his, you know, that's, that's college, that's college sports to me. Th- those, those kinds of stories coming to fruition. Uh, I'm going to be the, the quarterback at Alabama, walk on and then not, I mean, at Georgia and, then walk on and do it. It's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Stetson, oh. that, that, that really was the story. I thought, although I read something somewhere that Kirby smart, uh, I'm not sure exactly how old he is, but he just won his first national championship and he's significantly younger than when Nick Saban won his first national championship. There's a whole lot of time to go right for that Georgia team. Maybe this yeah. is the thing that really helps them on that recruiting side. Cause ultimately, I mean, that's why Saban is, the, the guy he is, he's a great tactician. He has, he has amazing staff, right. That have blossomed all around the country, but man, it's, it's about getting those athletes to come to your school. And if Georgia now with that championship under their belt can continue to get the great players, then maybe we'll have something that's, you know, um, yeah. not, not 50% of Alabama. If you go back 10 years, right. <laughs> Bill, you have recruiting. Now you have the transfer portal and the yeah, NIL. True. True. So it's like the rich yeah, are only going to yeah. get richer. I have a feeling, right? And, and yeah. you know, yeah. in my typical pump the brakes fashion, uh, you know who else was younger than Stoops than um, 
than Saban? Oh, probably, Urban Meyer, probably Urban Meyer. Yeah, least less miles. Um, you know, uh, Paul, or who's the guy that's co- coach of the uh, Carol? Um, you know, yeah. all the coaches that have won have been younger than Saban. So, yeah. and they've all had the chance to to kind of dominate, and things happen, and people move on, and uh, you know. But you're right, Kirby's in a good position. Listen, I, you know, people have asked me this. This has to hurt for you and Todd as Gator fans, and it does. I mean, you never want to see your 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 main rival win, but listen. Um, it should make us better, right? It puts the target squarely on Georgia's back for the next X number of years, the way it did for Florida after our two national championships in three years. Um, everyone's going to want to beat Georgia. South Carolina is going to get better. Tennessee is going to get better. Kentucky is clearly better. Um, Florida is going to be better. Uh, you know, the West is going to be better, <laughs> you know, so um, it, it was a good win, it, it, you know, and you can't, you know, as much as you want to say, I, I think I said to you guys, you know, living here in Buckeye country, it does help the SEC argument for the people that says the SEC is just Alabama and nobody else. Now we've had Auburn, LSU, Florida, and Georgia and Alabama win the title. Five schools from our conference. <laughs> Name me another program that's had that even close. Um, you know, uh, Big uh, Ten's had one in the last 25 years. Yeah. Uh, ACC's had two in the last 25 years. Uh, Clemson won it twice. Big 12's had one. Uh, two, if you go back to Texas and the Pac-12 has had, you know, they've had uh, USC in the last 25 Florida years. Florida State won one there. In yeah, the I, had, I counted them in Florida State and Clemson. Okay. Did, um, yeah, they had two, they had two teams win it. Yeah. So, gotcha. Yeah. yeah. So cool. Uh, cool. And it is funny. I, I do watch uh, on the NFL football games when they have the, especially on the Sunday night games where they have the guys, you know, say where they went to school. And uh, you just you just count like the Alabamas and the Georgias and the Floridas and the LSUs and it's just a it's unbelievable. That, yeah, you know when you hear I'm always that. looking for alignment to say like Iowa. You know, I just right. think well, whatever Iowa, Wisconsin, Wisconsin yeah. Western it's Michigan, the big Midwest you know, defensive you know, beefy dudes, <laughs> yeah. defensive tackle, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of the my NFL, son, yeah, my son ahead, pointed no. out to me that last night in Kansas City's game, three linemen from Oklahoma. Wow. On their on their offensive line, and then he he said in a text message, he goes, "You ever notice that that the linemen all went to college, and none of them went to high school? <laughs> a lot of the the players who who tell you their name, they're from they're from ABC High School or just some yeah. town somewhere. They're trying to be all fun. the linemen are happy to say, I went to Iowa, I went to Oklahoma, I went to Notre Dame, I went to wherever. Yeah. So the, the skill players like to shout out their high schools, right?" <laughs> Yeah, now I, I wonder if that's like uh, I didn't get my NIL number, NIL money, so I'm not going <laughs> to shout out my school. Or yeah, uh, they've been doing that Travis, for a long time, right? Yeah. Travis Kelsey, yeah, Travis Kelsey did it last night. Um, I was happy to see, hear Joe Hayden, the one Gator playing last night. Uh, shout out the Gators. Um, let's talk NFL boys. Uh, as we as we know, Green Bay and Tennessee had the week off. They both took the number one seed in the first time with seven teams making the playoffs. We have three playoff games. It started early on Saturday with the Bengals winning their first game. And the, the funny meme that was going around Ohio was the last time the Bengals won a playoff game, you couldn't text your friends to tell them that the Bengals <laughs> won a playoff game. That's funny. So I liked uh, uh, a side note. I liked it. Our, our buddy Scott Euler quickly got over that U, UC loss and it was all in on the Bengals because he's a Cincinnati guy. So it was great. He had something else to jump on right yep, away. He sure did. <laughs> uh, goldfish, right? You goldfish. <laughs> Yep. Bengals win on a <laughs> on a last second interception uh, as Vegas was kind of given a chance to to win. Uh, let's stay in the AFC. Uh, Todd, your Bills look mm. strong 
against the New England Patriots. Uh, uh, five touchdown passes. Seven drives, seven yeah. touchdowns. Unbelievable. It, Josh Allen looks in control. Um, those fans are nuts, right? It's it's pretty widely publicized. So uh, with all that's happened in the last two years, I think last year was kind of a maybe not a full crowd. So to see a, a packed stadium and get them to at least uh, see a, a playoff victory, that was that was pretty cool atmosphere. Um, yeah, for sure. And, and you know, snowing, it would have been a little better, but that's it. Mal and Bill, I'm sure you guys just watched just the just the breath coming out of their their face masks was something to behold. Yeah. That. It was like one of the fifth coldest playoff game ever or something. It's, it was crazy. Seven yeah. degrees of kickoff. Wind, wind yeah, still number, like negative they six. Showed a, they showed some uh, uh, graphic. It was like the fourth coldest game. Yeah, nuts. Overall. But unfortunately, the, 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 I think the bad thing for, for Buffalo fans and Kansas City fans is they're meeting next week. They should Those two should be meeting in the championship game. It just didn't work mm. out, you know, but uh, yep. oof, it's going to be fun. Well, and you know, I mean, Buffalo, you know, they go into to does Buffalo go to Kansas City? Yep. Yeah. Games in Kansas City, I'm pretty sure. Two and three. Yeah. So good news is for Buffalo, it's not like they're going to a cold weather they can't handle. It's probably gonna yeah. be warmer in Kansas City than it will be in Buffalo. Um, and you know, they they win, uh, they're gonna go to Tennessee, most likely, or they're gonna get to host Cincinnati back in Buffalo. Yeah. Um, because KC took care of Pittsburgh last night in Ben Roethlisberger's last game. I uh, can't say I've, I've ever been a Ben Roethlisberger fan, but I respect his career. Two Super Bowl champions, uh, first first ballot Hall of Famer for sure. Um, mm. But Kansas City kind of was hitting on all cylinders last night, weren't they? Yeah, when when Kansas City plays like that, uh, you have to you just look out. It, it's you know their offense is just amazing. Um, all that motion, all that stuff they're doing, especially uh, yeah, Tyreek Hill moves like five times in motion before the ball snapped. It's amazing. Yeah. Inside the five yard line, you have no idea what they're going to do. Kelsey throws a pass. You know, I, I there's Mahomes is always good for a shovel pass from the three yard line, which, you know, to Kelsey or something, which is uh, going to be interesting to watch. Yeah. Hey, Sean, you, defense, yeah. hey, Sean, you want to guess that spread real quick Ooh. for the Casey Buffalo? And three and a half, Casey, favored by two. I'll, I'll say it's two. Two, two on KC. He tied. Sorry, two, two and a half, two and a half. Yeah, yeah. Wow. A lot of respect for Josh Allen and that team. Yeah. Um, they're they're dynamic, and it's going to be a, you know, I, I think Micah Hyde and and the defense came out strong against Mac Jones. Um, set set the course early with that early interception, and then, like I said, the offense was unstoppable on the West, or I'm sorry, in the NFC. Uh, started uh, with Tampa Bay and Philly was the first game because both Saturday night games were AFC. Uh, you had um, Tampa, you know, just kind of doing what they needed to do. It wasn't a, a dominating win. Philadelphia scored points at the end, but they, they really bottled up Hurts as much as they could. Um, any surprise for what you guys saw, Mal and Bill? Not, not yeah. really. I wasn't surprised. I wasn't. Not same, same. Yeah, go ahead, Mal. It didn't do much for me. I mean, I wasn't as excited about that one as the other ones. I think I think uh, the exciting what's exciting for me was to see the defense healthy because all year long we've been bitching about they're giving up too many points they just couldn't handle it and to have every starter back on defense was huge. Of course, now now all of a sudden the offensive line is dinged up and Worf, Worf, Worf's and Jensen are both 
you know, Jensen will play for sure because he's a madman. He's just he's that that guy's hair is literally on fire, right? That flaming right. red mane coming <laughs> out of that helmet. Um, but but worse is a big, big key part of the game. And you know, it's gonna be, you know, both defenses playing tonight, either the Cardinals or the Rams are good. You know, Aaron Donald on Jensen and Jensen's back's not feeling good. That's not a good that wouldn't be a good thing. So yeah. The Bucks are limping into it a little bit. Yeah. Uh, you know, injury wise. Uh you know, uh, they, they really are. And did you see the, again, the graphic, like two plays before Werfs went down, they showed the offensive linemen and how they played 98, 97, 99% yeah. of the snaps. And yeah. then within five plays, two of them went down. Yeah. Werfs <laughs> was at 100%, I think. He was at 100 Yeah. yeah unbelievable. Yeah. They were, they were, it was crazy how many snaps they had played. Yeah. And then literally within two plays, two guys go down. <laughs> I think it was Jensen when he went down. I was listening on the radio at the time. Mike Golick was doing the play-by-play, and they said, you know, when the trainers came out to get him, Jensen was adamant, do not help me off this field. Right. Do not touch me. He okay. was like, you know, um, and, he, and then, you know, he said he went in the tent, and he came running back out. He's like, you're not going to keep him off the field. So, yeah. Mm. Um, Dallas and San Francisco, what a game. And I, I got to tell you guys, Bill, I mean, I know you, you know, you, you don't know who you're going to play at this stage. I mean, you guys know who you're going to play. You're going to play the winner of tonight's game, but – San Francisco, it's you know if you're gonna if, if if there's a chance that Tampa Bay gets two more home games, it's because San Francisco's playing some good football right now, and yeah. they won't, won't be afraid of Green Bay. No, I don't think so. I think um, yeah, I, I, if I had to play out a scenario if, as a Bucks fan, yeah, I would love to see San. I like seeing San Francisco go to Green Bay. You never know. But Rogers, is, you know, Rogers is amazing, and their offense. And the weather's always a like, factor, right? Weather's going to be a factor. Yeah. Um, yeah, but it, it would be awesome to first of all, they, you know, I'm not gonna count the Bucks into the championship game until they win <laughs> Sunday. Yeah, right. Three o'clock. One at a time. Gonna, yeah. One at a time. yeah, they got really tough. They're gonna have a tough matchup, no matter who it is coming out. Although I would love to see Arizona win because I, I think the Cardinals are more beatable than the uh, Rams. And that would mean Stafford loses, which means that whole SEC thing about <laughs> about the quarterbacks would uh, hold true. The only one that got the uh, the, the the bugaboo off his back was LSU now has a uh, a playoff win in the last instead of 25 or 30 years ago Joe Burrow did it hey, for, uh, for the Tigers hey Sean going back to that Dallas game and we could argue the play call and everything but the way the game ended was such a cluster right yeah uh, the only thing I don't understand is apparently protocols the ref has to touch the ball right that's all right. I have to do is touch the ball and the ref like plowed through the line, which I know he had to get through. That wasn't his fault. But then he like picked up the ball, held it, moved it, and then moved it forward and then lifted up. And I, I don't know if that would have given Dallas enough time, but it, it was so awkward and clumsy. Um, Dallas chose to run that play. It was a high. But you know what? You, they show the they show uh, the play a lot. You, you'll recognize it when I tell you. But they show the play a lot when it comes to like leadership on the football field, where Larry yeah. Fitzgerald is trying to drive down and he runs the ball back to the middle and hands yep. it to the ref. Yep. So that they can line yes. up. Yep. You know? the, 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 the good quarterbacks do that. Yep. Yeah. And I'm not that blaming no him idea. for doing anything. Yeah. It was, it just was, it was, was weird, though. So, yes. It's so wonky. And I also have to argue, wouldn't two Hail Marys from 45 yards be better than one from 20? Especially with, a, with defensive pass interference. Yeah. Well, they were. Yeah. It's just weird, weird right? Prescott. Dak. Prescott. <laughs> Prescott, Arizona. Yes. Dak Prescott. In a news conference, our press conference afterwards said, you know, no, we wanted to run these four verticals, you know, and it's a whole different thing at 25 yards. It's more of a flat throw. All this stuff happens. 
in his mind, you know, that one toss from 25 is way better than two tosses from 45. So I, guess, yeah. I, I think it could just oh, be covering up for him not knowing the rules. Um, how about zero tosses from 25? How, how about, how about, yeah. How about you play a regular game? You should have won. <laughs> yes. Garoppolo tried yeah, to get yeah. away with that. Pick. So many I mean, you know. penalties. And the penalties was all oh, the penalties are ridiculous. Yeah. And, yeah. and the thing, the eight thing was guys, 14, eight of their 14 penalties took away a first down for them or gave a first down. San Francisco a first down eight of yeah, 14. But I heard, uh, I heard uh, someone on NFL radio today. I don't know who it was. It was clearly a former coach, but he says, I can always live with the uh, physical aggressive. Yeah. It's the 12 men on the field. It's the, it's the false starts. It's the delay of games, you know, lining up in the the neutral zone. Yeah. I mean, the hands to the face on that one call was brutal. I mean, the guy's, I mean, his hand was up in the guy's nose. Yeah. Um, He was giving the guy a COVID test with his fingers. uh, There it is. Yeah, thank you. But mark it down 737. Ladies and gentlemen, try the veal. <laughs> Thanks for being here. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So we got we got Cincinnati going to Buffalo. My guess is that'll be the early game next week. Uh, no, no, and no, no, then, no, 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 no. Cincinnati no, 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 going no, no, to Tennessee. No. Or ten, yeah, I'm sorry. Cincinnati going to Tennessee. I'm, I'm looking at my sheet wrong. Um, that'll be the probably early game. I'm guessing KC and uh and and Bills Buffalo will be the Sunday night. That'll be the Sunday night game. But no, they're Sunday Saturday, night, right? Uh, nope. Saturday night. Golden Titans are Saturday. Packers. Right. Packers. Niners, Saturday's Packers. 49ers Packers. Um, Saturday afternoon is Bengals Titans. And then Sunday night is the Bills Chiefs. So okay. since he the early game on Sunday. Yeah. So cool. Bucks and Bucks and the winner tonight is early game. Yeah. There are three o'clock weird starting time, but yeah. three o'clock on a Sunday. Just kind of cool. Yeah. Mm, okay. All right. So, um, where do you want to talk next? You want to talk a little tennis? There's some controversy sure. going on in tennis. Sure. Well, Todd's still here. There's something going on. Yeah. <laughs> What's going on? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Why don't you give us a little tennis update? Nah, I was trying to open know, story yesterday. Um, what did Cindy sent me something, a text, and she said, uh, it's okay, uh, AO. And I'm like, what, what does that mean? Because I, I was asking if I could play golf on Monday. And, you know, and she said, uh, it's okay. It's all AO. And I'm like, what is AO? Australian Open, right? Yeah, exactly. Now we know we're talking tennis, and she was. She said her her reply was when I was question mark. She goes, "I don't even know you." Give me that standard, you know, reply. <laughs> I quickly figured out it's the Australian Open, which is for uh, the start of her seasons of, uh, of tennis. And so, um, yeah, you know, look, we all know the story. Djokovic has has had some trouble with the COVID virus for about a year now because he he ran an event back in his home country that. A bunch of people got sick at. He's not vaccinated. He's not going to get vaccinated. He thought he had a waiver into Australia. When he got there, immigration said, "Nope, you're you're not vaccinated. You're not even going to come into the country." So that was a uh, a hearing that he he won, and he was actually practicing. They showed a lot of a lot of video, right, of, of Jovac practicing on a court, doing his thing, um, probably you know in a very special room somewhere, so he you know could stay segregated, isolated, and. Um, and for some reason on Friday, late Friday, Australian time, it came back that they said, nope, we're going to have to, you're, you're going to have to leave. And he set up a hearing for Sunday. So th- that's, that's power when you can get someone to hear your case on a Sunday. And they said, no, you're gone. And I saw the video tonight, just before we went on the air, I saw him on the plane, leaving the country. He, someone, you know, sur- surreptitiously videoed him as he was reading a book or doing something on the plane. He's on his way home. So 
I heard, one player I heard in the, the French is in jeopardy too, Bill. The French yeah, is in jeopardy. The French have said no. I'm sure the British will say the same thing. Um, however, you know, the French opens in May. So who knows what's going to happen? Omicron could change by then. It, it could be, it's already, we're already seeing stuff in the East Coast here that it's maybe already hit its peak and it's on its way down. So who knows what May will look like? Could be a new variant, could be this one washing away. Maybe laws will change. But you know, it, it uh, opens up the door for Daniel Medvedev, right? Because he's 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 definitely the favorite now. Um, Nadal gets half a chance, maybe. But mm-hmm. uh, so yeah, it's going to be interesting to 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 see how how that plays out. And all right, so here's a question for you: Does the winner get an asterisk? Oh hell no, no no, not 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 even close. No. Okay. Because look, I mean, Federer's not there. Federer's old. I get it, but he's he's sore. He's hurt. You know, there have, there have been tournaments where players can't make it because they're hurt. You don't, you don't, you don't ding the winner. But the problem I, is, I think it'll know, be remembered by the hardcore tennis fans. But I don't think it's going to yeah. be the record noted no. with an asterisk. And, and look, there's 60 wins between those three guys in the last 12 years. Yeah, whatever it is, <laughs> so yeah. it's generally been one of them, anyways. The odd, the odd, so and so gets in there every now and then. So yeah, yeah, can't wait for it to start. But it's very somber. It's very somber opening because it's this is the kind of the fun crazy tournament everyone's a little, little excited it's kind of crazy and wild in the crowd and everything uh and the first day that Cindy and i watched you know sunday night um it's very somber and i think it's about it's just because of the situation you know yeah yeah the landscape yeah 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 and, and the Tom, fact- i know you got to duck out give us a uh, little epl update or anything to do with champions league oh little man update. anything going on with soccer uh <laughs> Yeah, all of the above. Um, in the EPL, the the it's Man City's right now to lose. They seem to be uh, running away with it. They're just so good. It's it's um, it's crazy. Uh, but you never know. I mean, it's still only January. We got some soccer to be played. Um, Champions League is is plotting on FA Cup. Um, you have the Liverpool's of the world playing the Shrewsbury's of the world. Um, and Bill, wasn't that your buddy's uh, soccer club? I forgot he had some. Yeah, Yeovil Town. The Glovers. Okay, that was it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think they're, that's Matthew uh, Shad. Uh, help me out, Sean. Shadbolt. Matthew Shadbolt. Yeah. So they're they're like four 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 divisions down. I think <laughs> that's quite a ways. Yeah, and and uh, League One action. Sunderland had some great opportunities to uh, be in the top spot, but they gave away some late goals uh, playing against ten men to to simply secure a point and not get all three, but. That said, they are in the um, playoff zone with plenty of games, um, plenty of games to be had um, moving Trying forward. Get back to the Champions League, is that what we're looking at? Champions. Yeah, real quick. Um, that's Championship League. That's the yeah. uh, Sunderland League I was talking yeah. about. Um, real quick, Premier League, and then I'll let you uh, chime in. Bill Everton, the storied franchise, finds himself in 16th place, Ooh. where the 19th and 20th get relegated, and they just sacked their um, their manager. They lost to. Norwich City, which was at the bottom of the table, and that was the that was the last straw. So never dull in uh, in, in in the soccer world. Bill, what, what EPL team lost in the FA Cup to a like a a League One team just recently, just last week? <sighs> I can take a quick look, okay. at, uh, and it's not that uncommon. I mean, it okay. is a, a, a cause for celebration. Um, oh, for the- try, was I'm trying to remember who it was. Um, okay, I I can take a quick look, but yeah. I'm sure um, that the, the the League One team that wins is just over the roof. I mean, it's just got to be so exciting. And the the, the well, EPL team was playing what their 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 third line 
<laughs> well, well, they usually have it, what they call a blended uh, lineup, right? Yeah. They have some stalwart senior members bring up a lot of the, uh, the, the junior second team guys. Um, a lot of them make their, you know, inaugural debut, their first cap, as they call it, I guess every appearance is called a cap. <laughs> That's kind of like what the lightning would do when the, they play the blue jackets early, in our early careers. Yeah. Except in, yeah, the, Bill, except in, the, goalie. Except in the first round of the playoffs, right? Right. Uh, bring yeah. it up. Bring it up. You mentioned you the, the backup goal. Like, you always play face the backup You mentioned goalies. the Gators two championships in three years. Go ahead and bring up the, the, the blue jackets kicking the lightning <laughs> desk. <laughs> so years, Bill, um, three years ago. Exactly. Three years ago. So Bill, although a uh, storied program uh, or a storied uh, uh, club, um, Nottingham Forest has been in the lower leagues. They beat Arsenal um, one nothing in the FA Cup um, wow. here in the last. Yeah, I think that's, that's awesome. who you were referring to. Yeah. So that's, that's think about awesome. the guy who scored that. The guy that scored that goal, like he'll tell his oh. kids, like I beat Arsenal. Oh, yeah. <laughs> of course, of course, yeah. right. So anyway, yeah, yeah fun yeah. stuff. Yeah. FA Cup's always fun for that for that exact reason. Well, Todd, good, good luck tonight. Here. Someone's at seven forty-five on the dot, so we yes. promised. Boys, I appreciate it. Uh, it's it's we've been on a hiatus, but uh, let's do this as often as, as we can. I enjoy it every time. So all right, man, be good. And uh, all right, I, will, I will hoist a beer in San Antonio uh, to you, boys. So right. cheers, Great to city. Enjoy. Oh, cheers to Scotty. All right, see you guys. Bye. Right. Later. Stay out of the kitchen. Um, <laughs> Bill Mal, let's talk golf. Season mm. has kicked off. Cam Smith beat John Rahm last week in Kapalua uh, in a pretty fun tournament. Uh, Justin Thomas shoots 61, only to be tied by Rahm like two hours later. Um, and then Cam Smith was just lights out. I mean, making putts from everywhere. And then how about Hideki last night uh, coming back and winning over Russell Henley, who led the tournament pretty much from wire to wire uh, that goes to a playoff. And did you, did you see Hideki's three wood on on 18 to win it? Go to three wood has been hit in. I mean, it was just, it was just absolutely crushed. And the funny thing is he didn't even see where the ball went. He looked right up in the sun and, uh, you know, shielded his eyes and he rolled what three, three feet, four and a half feet from the hole. There are pundits calling it the shot that will not be beat. (laughs) They're calling it the shot that uh, will be the shot of the year. How do you beat that now? I mean, to win it, to, to to come back. The tee shot he hit on the 18th hole the first time. Yeah where he gave it everything he had and put it in the perfect position, yeah. definitely put a little pressure on Henley because Henley hit his tee ball with a three wood twice. Right. On the 18th hole. And then on the first playoff hole, again, the 18th hole in the fair, in the, in the bunker. Yeah. Uh, right. But that tee ball he hit was also amazing and he's putting fantastic. Yeah. I remember he's only 29. So yeah, I know it's hard to. Yeah. I mean, he's just, he's just not one that's going to, be on your top of your tip of your tongue with all the other guys, but <laughs> he's just, I mean, he's just absolutely just master's crushing the ball. Master's yeah. champion. I mean, you know, yeah. So. Um, so guys, here's, here's the lineup in golf the next few weeks. They go to La Quinta for the MX. Then they go to farmers at Torrey mm-hmm. Then they go yes. to pebble. Then they go to the waste management at Phoenix Then the Genesis at LA country club, then the Honda Arnold Palmer and then TPC. It's not a bad little, no, no, I, I, say well, it, I say it. I say it every time you say those California. I played every single one of those courses. You played at LA Country Club. Yeah, I played. Oh, I'm sorry. I played Riviera. Oh, that's what. Yeah, I'm sorry. That's where it is. Riviera. Yeah, yeah. Riviera. Played with Tom Warner, <laughs> the, the founder of the creator of a Roseanne and Third Rock from the oh, Sun. Oh, cool. The owner. <laughs> that's where 18 goes up the hill to the clubhouse, right? 18's yeah. uphill all the way. Well, it's it's up to a. It's it's just a split level. 
Also, you're hitting it up on the corner, hill, left to right. Then it has a little gentle rise to the uh, green. Yeah. So. Uh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and so the first nice little, nice little stretch, but yeah. you know, if you, I now I know last week at Century, it's all the all the best players in the world anyway. Yeah. But you know, it it was you know cream rising to the top. I mean, it, you know, every every group they show was stars and Deshambo yeah. and DJ yeah. and and Justin and jo- Jordan and you know. Yeah, and and Sung J M. <sighs> So, so we'll, we'll, Mel and I'll share a story. Um, Joe Carney, you know, Joe, he, uh, he wanted to get in this, he was asked to play in this golf pool. And now I've been doing one for years that starts uh, with the farmers and he, we, we, the R started this past week and it's very simple. It's a hundred dollars. And there's the foursome that plays at West Chase. We're all doing it together. So we'll have 25 bucks in on this pool. But the four of us have to decide on one player every week. It's not a team. It's one player, like a survival. You can only use them once. And whatever their financial uh, results are, you take that and you add it to your pot. And at the end of 33 tournaments, the teams with the most, the team with the most money wins it. And there's going to pay out like five or six spots. Oops, you're uh, muted. You can't take the same player more than once? Nope, can't take them. Can't take them more than once. So... So it's like a reverse eliminator pool. Um, yeah, exactly. So we, uh, it took a little battling to get there, but we all, somehow we decided on Sung J M and, uh, he missed the cut. So that's a zero for our first week. And now, and now the battle begins of the four of us, who are we going to start this week? <laughs> so we'll, we'll let you know. Right. Make sure he's in the tournament. First of all. Well, they, they, they do the, the guy who runs this says, make sure on Thursday morning, I did it this week, double check that lineup, make sure the guy didn't get sick or hurt or test positive or whatever. So. Right. That's funny. Um, NBA guys, guess who's in the lead in both conferences. Phoenix. Boom. Phoenix is leading the West. Who's leading the East? Uh, Chicago. Yes. The bulls. Yeah. Billy Donovan and the bulls. Well, they got whooped by uh, the, the, the uh, Warriors this past week. I know I saw that. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, still yeah. The Bulls are playing great basketball. Yeah. And uh, in hockey, Florida and Tampa are tied in the East. Yeah. Colorado is uh, a point up over Nashville in the West. So Tampa playing good hockey. Yeah. I think, I think it's weird. Um, a lot of teams are getting games postponed. I'm sure it's COVID related. I, whenever I see yeah. postponed, that's all I can think of, but the um, Panthers are paid like two games less than the, uh, than the lightning. So my take is right. the light, the Tampa, the lightning are currently, you know, let's call it second, but, but playing well, you know, uh, right. Hey, Mal, are you going to have a chance to go to games? How's your, how's your situation? Um, I haven't gone to any, but uh, Gregory and the family have, have yeah. used them. I put Colin, well, long story short, I put one set up for sale the day before a week ago, sold yeah. them pretty easily. I'm hoping I'll be able to go to the next game. Good. Um, good. I'm I'm getting around pretty good. It's, uh, it's your left knee, right? Yeah. It needed to be your right knee <laughs> with the aisle there <laughs> on your seats. Uh, you know, I'm, bending it actually is where I'm I'm ahead of the game. It's okay. straightening it out where I'm not. Okay. Uh, okay. And, is there? Uh, so it's. Are there some exercises to help you straighten that knee that they're working on? PT. Yeah. yeah. And and, and interestingly, hurts? when you when you strengthen the muscles to to straighten your leg, you use the opposite muscles for when you bend it. Yeah. Um, I'm doing it right now. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's very strange. So I have to build two different sets of muscles and, yeah. and you know, for the, 
well, we don't want to get into this now, but uh, without <laughs> saying so, my leg hasn't been straight in many, many, many years. Right, right. So it's right? those muscles so need a lot of very, work. Yeah. I have muscles and tendons that are now being asked to do something that they haven't done in 30 years. And in somebody in their 60s, that's probably a little tougher to say that if you're in your 30s. It's 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 a, uh, it's an interesting challenge. Okay, uh, good. I'll just leave it at that. Uh, All right, good. Uh, I feel myself getting better every day, um, and that's I'm good with it. And good. We'll, we'll take it as as it comes. Uh, shout out to uh, to John Hall at uh, Select Physical Therapy. He's uh, He's a, he's a brute and a charmer at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> so you just, you know, exactly what those athletes are going through. It's perfect. <laughs> no, he's, uh, it's, it's, it's a very humbling experience, Bill. I will tell you, yeah. right. but a very good one, right? Cause it's forcing me to slow down because I can't go fast and think about <laughs> things and, and be more, just a little bit more thoughtful in, in the whole, just about everything. And it's, it's been a very good, very good lesson. It's good. Cool. Hey, let's finish up two more weeks. So it'll, it'll start taking a little more center stage college basketball. Mm-hmm. Uh, before we talk about it, though, do you guys know who's the defending champion in college basketball? Wait, who won the knowledge Madness last year? <laughs> well, no one was at the game, so it was weird. There was no game. There is no. There was not. It's there was from two years game. ago. There was a game. Uh, Baylor. Baylor is the knowledge champion. Yeah, from two years ago. No, that was last year. Two years ago, there was no game. This uh, year, that's right. Yes, that's right. Yes. Okay. Right. Yep. Yep. Were there Baylor, no fans? Baylor, Baylor won. There were no fans, right? Baylor beat Gonzaga. Yep. That's Gonzaga. Right. That's right. Yeah, and there Baylor was fans. Lost twice. Yeah. This week. Yeah. Baylor lost twice this week. Yeah. Interesting. I, I just looked at the um, at the rankings. This is kind of cool. Top six: <clears throat> Gonzaga, Auburn, Arizona, Purdue, Baylor, and Duke. Hmm. Notice anything about those teams? Say it again. Gonzaga, Auburn, Arizona, Purdue, Baylor, and Duke. They're all in different conferences. All of them are Gonzaga's G5, right? Group of five. Yeah. And then we have an SEC, a Pac-12, a Big Twelve, a Big Ten, a Big 12, and an ACC. So c- kind of uh, interesting that one from each conference is in the first six spots. I'm going to tell you, Sean. If I didn't know you and Todd and, and Mal in this for this podcast, I would not have known the answer to that. I only knew the answer to that question because of listening to you guys go on and on and on about college sports. So, uh, thank you very much. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> that and four ninety nine will get you a cup at Starbucks. Sweet. Wow. Sure. <laughs> yeah. So let's do a little recap, guys, a, before you before uh, we head out. Oh, Bill, you want to talk about something else? No, four ninety nine. Give me a combo meal at McDonald's for breakfast on the way to golf. Thank you. Ah, there you go. <laughs> there you go. Nice. Um, Mal, what do you got coming up this week? I know you got a, you're kind of getting back in the market. This, uh, this sure. listing took a lot of work out of you. Yeah. You know, it was, again, it, it's what we do. Our clients, you just texted me. He's like uh, thrilled, happy. We have uh, two more listings coming on the market. Uh, uh, shout out to Eric. He's been working with uh, Paul from Esposito's restaurant. Been turned down on, more than one cash offer. Uh, got Paulie under contract today. Uh, um, and you know, to our tens of listeners, if you're out there looking to buy a house and you miss out on a deal, uh, it's probably okay because the one that Paulie ended up buying is in a night. He bought a condo. It's in a nicer building. 
less HOA, less condo fee, uh, and he paid less money for it. Wow. Uh, than the one he really thought he wanted that he lost out on. And we still don't know why, because the listing agent uh, just did not provide us any information at all. Um, so we have that going on. Uh, Bill Counts is is rocking it with uh, a handful of buyers at the moment. He's got a couple under contract. It's still early in the year. Uh, so we're, uh, you know, I'm going to get back into it more and more. We're putting a few new things into play process-wise and and systems-wise that we'll roll out here in the next little bit. But it's uh, it's good to be feeling normal again, getting some sleep. And uh, uh, I'm going to do physical therapy in real estate for the remainder of the week, uh, watch a couple of hockey games, college basketball games, and uh, and text you guys. Nice. Bill, how about you? As, as Mal said, good, good, good episode with our friend Katie Day last week. It was awesome. John, go ahead and point out to Anthony what you told, what you called me about. You were so excited that you knew this about the podcast <laughs> with Katie Day. I'll so I, share this on the show. <laughs> I'm in Iowa. I'm listening to my favorite podcast, The Real Estate Sessions with Bill Risser. As soon as I listened to it, and I, I know Katie. She's been on, you know, uh, Carp's Corner with me and uh, good, good rising star agent in our industry. I called Bill and I say, I, I didn't want to leave it on the voicemail. I said, call me as soon as you can. He called me and said, great episode. You recorded that on two different tracks, didn't you? I knew that his his section was recorded because I could just tell there was just slightly different. I said, you weren't happy with the sound quality of your original recording and you re-recorded your questions, didn't you? And he says, yep. <laughs> awesome. I had a bad uh, setup here. I'm going to listen to it again. I see I have to, I it, it's so up. obvious, you know, especially to me, but, but Sean picked it right up. I couldn't believe it. So um, great. This week, uh, t- uh, as we record this, it would be tomorrow on the 18th. It's Jason Pantana uh, from hey, nice. Tom Ferry International. So I had a great chat with him. It was, he was a lot of fun. He's a great guy. Um, grew up in Lynchburg, Virginia, uh, went to Liberty University. And we find out, you know, why, you know, Liberty, and you find out why. Um, you know, he, unlike someone on this call, uh, his dad taught there and he knew it would be the cheapest way to go. Ah. <laughs> unlike, unlike someone on this call who could have done the same thing, but said, no, dad, I'm going to Florida out of state yes. private school. It'll be great. Don't worry. Uh, so anyways, uh, it's a really good episode. I had a lot of fun with it. Um, and that'll be coming up. So, and other than that, look, it's, uh, it's the, it's 2022 and we've got some big goals to hit with rate my agent. So a lot of work to do, uh, and a lot of, uh, traveling coming up for the spring, different <laughs> things like R4. How many markets are you guys in now in the oh, United States? Oh, uh, I don't have a number count for you, but I know we're connected to a million agents, MLS feeds. How's that? Wow. So we're doing really well it's in that. Two thirds of the agents. Pardon? Yes. Yeah. Two thirds. And then we're going to keep, keep cranking for more. Right. So that's the goal. And uh, how about you, Sean? Great. Uh, well, I, uh, as I said, a couple of speaking gigs in, in Iowa last week, which was great. Uh, started kicking off a week of full of coaching. On Wednesday, I go up to Toledo for an event. On Thursday, I go down to Lancaster, which is about an hour south of Columbus for a, a kickoff event for a small company down there. More coaching sessions. And then next week, I start doing some coaching in Pittsburgh with our Pittsburgh company and then fly to Myrtle Beach to wrap up the, the month with a speaking gig down in Myrtle Beach. So I thought it'd be nice to just sneak away. Uh, things are good here. Riley moved into her first apartment, grown-up apartment, so it's a little quiet here around the Carpenter household. Uh, the boy played golf today, so uh, it's the world is back, ro- rotating on its axis. So <laughs> awesome. So yeah, good week, guys. Good, good seeing you guys in in, in uh, face-to-face, even though it's over Zoom. 
Good to see Todd again. And on behalf of Anthony and Bill, I'm Sean Carpenter. Thanks for listening to The Stare Down.